a little extra Lambo. Coming to you live from the palatial palace of the South Hills Studios, Spokane, Washington. I am your host, Kevin Lammerding. God, I love that beat. Sorry, I got caught up, caught up listening. Today, as I promoted on the Facebook page of A Little Extra Lambo, so please go over and like that page and follow along. Uh, I have a friend of mine, a competitive bodybuilder, Sarah Miller from Brewster, Washington, but she is uh, now residing in Spokane. She uh, placed first in the True Novice, third in the Novice Open, and then third place in Figure. Um, It was a 12-week transformation. She started out at 20% body fat. The day of the competition, 10% body fat. The huge, huge results in a twelve-week tra- in a twelve-week uh, training session, and we talk about it. We we talk about uh, how we met, um, and then uh, talked about how she got into the process of of bodybuilding. So um, hopefully you like it. Uh, she has one competition night of champions um, is in October, so she's eyeballing that one and. And she has some other goals. She's going to talk about that in within the podcast. And she couldn't be more excited. I've never seen that girl smile as much as she did while she was sitting here in studio. So hope you guys enjoy the show. Um, check out uh, the Hotcast One radio podcast. We've got new shows coming out on Wednesdays. And the other show, um, One Pack, Two Pack the Baseball Card Podcast. New show coming out Saturday morning. Uh, It'll be our second episode, me and my son. We open up two packs of baseball cards, uh, one from my day and youth, and then one from today. So hopefully you you like that. Follow along. Uh, Hit that subscribe button. Hit that follow button. And download the shows, please. Download the show. Listen to it. And then all you got to do is just remove it. It's all free. Uh, please follow along and on the Facebook page and the chatters and, and the posts, and uh, we really appreciate it. And I guess without further ado, I'm going to bring to you Sarah Miller. So that is my project for this weekend. And I don't want to mow yet because I want the grass to be tall because it will retain water because I can't water it yet. So, but she's learning. So, okay. So, I guess the, the, the first thing that I want to ask you is we met... We met playing softball. Mm-hmm. You were actually playing against my team, <laughs> and and here comes this girl that clobbers the ball, and I went, <laughs> "Oh shit, who is that girl?" And and then so we kind of talked after the game. You were pretty much staying on that team, and you know whatever happened. I don't think you were playing tournament ball yet at that time. 
or else you were just getting into it or yeah, thinking that that team was was going to play tournament ball. Yeah. And so that that's how we met. Mm-hmm. And then how did you get into competitive bodybuilding? <laughs> Or is there, what's the correct term to use? It's bodybuilding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I've always been an athlete since I was young. And, I, you know, obviously softball is a huge part of my life. Um, but I actually, I started dating somebody who was a bodybuilder. And that kind of opened the door um, to that world for me. I had never really, like thought about it or really paid attention to it um but then just watching the sport and really like doing a lot of research into it and watching documentaries and following these professional bodybuilders it kind of started like gaining interest for me and I've always enjoyed being in the gym and being strong and so I just decided that that would be something that I could do that would be another competitive thing for me and so I decided to take it and run with it. <laughs> You're from a small town, Brewster. Yes. And what it, what was your high school? What was growing up like? Um, so pretty small. Like the town is probably about 2,500 people. My class that I graduated with was 42 people. So it's all apple and cherry orchards. So growing up in the summertime, we worked in the orchards. That's what we did. Um, I played three sports growing up, basketball, volleyball, and softball. I played summer sports, too. Um, I've had a job since I was 13 years old, you know. That's just the small town thing. That's what you do. Um, And there wasn't a whole lot else to do. I mean, I grew up up on the Columbia River, so we had the river there. Lake Chelan was a half hour down the road. So I spent a lot of time in the summertime just hanging out at the water and – Fishing, I guess, yeah, salmon fishing. My dad and I fished a lot together, so. And then, uh, so then you got the, I don't need to know the moving process and all that, <laughs> but you ended up in Spokane, yeah. um, started dating a guy, and was doing, did you ever, did you have any, ex, you know, except for the being in shape part, did you ever have any thoughts of that type of working out, that type of dedication, that type of, process to get your body to, to look the way that it does now no not really um yeah it's just I uh, like I like I said enjoyed being in the gym but never really had thought about taking that path with it until I saw somebody doing it and then I went to a couple shows and I was like oh I think this I would really like to try this out <laughs> so what did you think um as far as what um just the the their competitiveness uh did you you and you knew from him Mm -hmm. what it took to get to that level and then you saw these other girls of of they look pretty awesome what did you think you had to do what was your what was your mental process Mm, that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) um I just knew that it was going to take a lot of dedication in the gym and I mean for me really where it was going to be was like the food you know I, I I don't have an issue eating healthy I prefer healthier foods and things like that but just like um I guess really the process of um like knowing kind of what foods to eat to get your body to do certain things and and that type of thing so um 
in the gym, like I don't have a personal trainer. I train myself. I do all of that on my own. Um, but the other parts of it were where I was kind of like, all right, I, that's going to be a big learning curve for me for, for that part of it. But Is it, how much different is it? The health, the eating part? Cause that's a lot of your, I mean, everybody can go into the gym and work out, mm-hmm. but you don't get the body that you have that bodybuilders have unless it comes from the kitchen. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's every single person is different. The way people's bodies react to food is different. Your blood type is going to change how your body reacts to different types of foods and and things like that. So, um, and each week it's like, so with my coach, every week, you know, you're, you're sending pictures to them, like, and they're adjusting your diet, like, based off of how each week you look, what you weigh, like, how things have changed, um, so I didn't know from one week to the next what I was going to be eating uh, because that's just – it fluctuates so much with how your body's responding, and each person, like I said, is so different. You you had the idea, or you already had an idea of at least food-wise from your boyfriend. Did you start eating the way that he did before even thinking about competing, or was he kind of doing his own thing and you were doing your own thing when it came to food? Um. Well, so – he has a certification in nutrition, and so he kind of built me a meal plan uh, based off of what my macros needed to be for for me. And before I had decided to do a show, it was more of just like um, getting leaner, you know, not and building some muscle. It wasn't anything like super crazy. Obviously, he eats way different than I would eat because <laughs> um, his diet requirements are a lot different. He's two hundred pounds. I'm. You know, at the time I started out at 160 pounds and I was trying to lose weight. And so it's just, we both like ate similar things, but in a lot of different amounts. Okay. So, Portion. Yeah. yeah. Portion. I usually eat what I eat and then I eat a little bit off my kids' plates <laughs> and go, are you going to finish that? Yeah. You're, are you sure you're done? All right. I'm going to have that too. Yeah. So that's, that's me and that's, that's my dad life. But even when I was in college, it was... I didn't want to be, I was a catcher in college. I didn't want to be ultra muscular because I needed to move around, but also I needed that padding being a catcher. (laughs) So it wasn't, I was, I was big shouldered, big arm, big legs, big butt, but the middle section, I needed that little padding there to help with the (laughs) being a catcher. So that was never at the forefront of getting that defined for me. And it comes down to food. I mean, I, I worked out twice a day two hours of racquetball a day, 300 swings a day, and then practice. Mm-hmm. Burning a lot of calories. So, but yeah. I just. <laughs> That's get, the question I get all the time. How do I get abs like you? <laughs> I'm just like, oh, the kitchen. Kitchen. It is. <laughs> yeah. And it's 100%. Taco Bell does not have an ab diet. <laughs> yeah. Telling you that right now. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> what, uh, you were, you were at home. What kind of support did you have from your parents? Um, when I started this, uh, so my parents actually, when I was younger, were really into fitness and they worked out together. My mom was buff and had a six pack. And (laughs) so they like understood kind of parts of that lifestyle. Neither of them competed, but they had that gym life. And then at home, the nutrition where they cooked all their meals and they ate super healthy and portion control and everything. And so um, they cheered me on from the moment I was like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. They're like, 
you know, they just wanted to know more about the process and, and everything. And, um, they came to my show and, um, I ended up doing very well. And honestly, the, the moment I saw my dad walk out from, uh, being in the little room and he saw me and just his body language of, um, and everything, I could tell how proud of me he was. And that just kind of like made everything like that much better. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, definitely, definitely (laughs) getting that, that notoriety just from your dad, Yeah, you know, and and did, did they, do they have an idea of kind of what you went through, through their own, or were they just doing general workout fitness and staying healthy? Um, for when they were, yeah. um, I mean, it was more for them just being healthy and, and strong and in shape. So, yeah. You'd think dealing with all those trees would keep them in shape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, and my dad's always been a coach too. So like he coached softball for 35 years, I think, and basketball and, and everything else. So, um, he actually coached me like in high school softball. And so that's another big thing, you know, um, having, I think a a coach as a parent, like, definitely changes your perspective on things, too, because you, like, kind of hold yourself to a higher standard, almost, than than a lot of people, because you've got that person that's always there (laughs) that you want to impress, I guess, Um, so that definitely, I think, factors into it, too. What is the, what is the process? You, You went to a show, you went to a show, and then you're like, I, I want to do that. So what is next? Do you got to fill out like a registration card? Do you have to set up a plan and go, all right, can I do this? Or what, you tell me, I'm guessing. Yeah. So, um, with, with competing, um, you have to have your NPC card. So, um, the national physique committee. So you pay for basically like a yearly membership for that, um, to be a part of it. And then all of the NPC shows that they have all over the U S you can compete in once you have that membership basically. And then, um, I had already kind of started getting in shape. Um, August was about the time I really got serious about being in the gym and like eating better and everything. And then prep normally for a show, it kind of just depends on where you're coming in, like how in shape you already are. Um, my prep was 12 weeks, which is actually not super long. Um, I know there's some people like one of the um, people I competed with was prepping for like eight months, which is crazy to me. I, I, that's way too long. (laughs) But, um, so at the end of January, I started prep for my show. So I had a very strict meal plan that I needed to follow. Um, and then supplements. So, um, like BCAAs and then, um, like L-carnitine, like just supplements um, to help with metabolism and that kind of stuff. Um, so like strict regimen there with food and then making sure I was drinking enough water and then cardio. So each week cardio gets evaluated. So I started out at a half an hour a day, um, every day for cardio. And then a couple weeks in it gets bumped up to 40 minutes and then an hour, you know, so, but, um, the last, couple weeks of prep I was doing an hour and a half of cardio a day um and so you know just as the show got closer uh, calories got cut um and then 
for as far as the actual show with the NPC card, then you have to register for the show. So each class that you do, you pay separately for, for each class to do that. Um, you get set up with your spray tan so that you can get the spray tan the night before. Um, I'm trying to think what else actually goes into registering. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, and like for my class, it's all done by height. So you're different um, groups based on your height. Um, and so they get that all separated out once everybody's registered. And then, yeah, just going through prep is really the biggest thing. Like, once you're registered for a show, you know what date you're going to be <laughs> Do you know who the like, other competitors are? Um, You don't really know who the other competitors are until the last couple weeks before the show. Once everybody's registered, they put out the live roster and everything, and then you can see. But honestly, like... Did this, you know anybody else? Um, I knew a couple people because they have the same coach as I do, and so... Um, part of the prep process is posing. So posing is a huge thing, um, especially like when you're competing for the first time, um, knowing how to hit your poses because you could be the most muscular toned person out there. And if you don't know how to hit your poses, you're not going to win. So you have to be able to know how to show off those muscles that you've worked so crazy hard for. So every Sunday we would have posing practices, um, with a group of us. Um, and so there was a couple girls in there that we're doing those classes um, that I competed with um, or against, I guess. <laughs> what so, was the, yeah. what was the craziest thing that you came across that you needed to do? Um, <laughs> going three weeks without carbs was probably <laughs> the, the most intense thing I've ever had to go through. Cause I mean, and people think, Oh, you didn't have carbs. So like you went into ketosis and you know, that's literally the comment I get all the time. Oh, you didn't have carbs, so your body must have gone into ketosis. I'm like, I was like 12% body fat, and I was not replacing the carbs with fat. I was eating chicken, cucumbers, romaine lettuce, and fish and eggs. Like, that's all I was eating for three weeks. So there was very all, little All three fat. meals? Uh, all, six meals a day. Okay. So, um, yeah, my breakfast was eggs and chicken and cucumber and then... Next meal was chicken and cucumber, and then fish and romaine lettuce, and then chicken and cucumber. Um, and then my last meal of the day was just an, a couple eggs and some egg whites. You know, And so. that might sound crazy for somebody just wanting to go lift weights in the gym, yeah. do a little cardio. They might sound, that, that sounds crazy, but you knew what your end result was going to be. Yeah. So, but you had to have hit a wall somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, honestly, a diet like that is not something I would recommend to like the everyday person just because it's really not enough calories for you to like be in the gym and really like get healthy and get in shape if that's what you're trying to do. Um, that at that point was literally like trying to just cut the last little bit of body fat, you know? So it's not something that I would ever do like on an everyday basis. Um, but about, I would say about two and a half weeks in is where I kind of hit that wall. That Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of, like, right before my show is kind of when I just was completely exhausted. And, Shit like, became real? <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, Wednesday was probably the worst day I had throughout my whole prep. But 
I had a lot of good support. Um, so having people just to talk to you that have been through the process and stuff. So uh, that's definitely helpful. And working from home was at like very, very helpful because being able to just go grab my meals out of the fridge and, you know, have everything right there, like at my fingertips, um, I think definitely was a very big advantage. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would get up in the morning and go do my fasted cardio for 45 minutes and get home, have to make my breakfast, work for nine hours, and then go spend another three hours in the gym every day. So it was, you know, I would spend three and a half to four hours in the gym a day the last few weeks. And so it's, it is exhausting, not just physically, but mentally, like to, to say, okay, I'm off work at eight o'clock at night. Now I have to go to the gym for three and a half hours. Your part-time job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that I can get my, the rest of my cardio in and lift weights and do my ab workout and everything else. And so some nights it was, it was hard. I wouldn't get home till one o'clock in the morning sometimes. And then, you know, trying to wind down and go to bed and get enough sleep. And then you have just the anxiety kind of of competing for the first time and not really knowing, like, am I doing everything that I need to be doing? And so it's definitely, it's a very mental um, process. Like, it's it's crazy. <laughs> what was your, what what is your, what is your favorite group to work out? And then what is your that that what is the group that you knew you had to bust your ass <laughs> to get ready to go? Um, so I mean, legs and back are my favorite. Um, I train legs twice a week just because I love to train legs. Um, and my my legs were kind of last of the party as far as like getting lean. So that was something that like I was kind of worried about. But then like it's crazy how much your body changes even within like the last like three or four days. Um, but I knew that I had to work on my shoulders a lot. So I was really focused on that for like the last, um, couple months before the show, which shoulders are still one of the things that I have to work on the most, um, that and my lats, like lats will be the death of me. I love working out my back, but for some reason, my lats are just one of those things that they're very hard for me to engage. And so this off season before I compete again, shoulders and lats are the two biggest things that I'm going to be focused on. They kind of tell you to switch the two from your leg workout, do more shoulder workout? Or um, no, do- I mean, I, I do, uh, I typically do legs twice a week and I do back twice a week. So I just have to focus more on um, my lats when I do my back workouts versus, um, I mean, I have crazy traps already. So like there's diff- different parts of my back that I, don't need to focus on as much as as my lats and then my shoulders I usually try to get in there twice a week too so and it's not is it it doesn't matter the amount of weight you're using it's how you're using the weight am I right in saying that or yeah so it's kind of it just depends um so if you're doing less weight, you should be doing more reps. So like typically what I like to do is I like to stick between like a 12 to 15 rep range and do four working sets of, of each thing. Um, I do a lot of supersets too, just to kind of exhaust the muscles more. Um, so, and I find that that works really well for me. Again, kind of everybody's body's different, but um, legs, I usually try to train pretty heavy. Um, 
And I like to switch it up too. So sometimes I'll do like a day where I'm working with eight to 10 reps in a set and it's just super heavy. Um, Cause just your muscles get used to things. So kind of switching that up and, and varying it definitely makes a difference too. So that your body's not just getting used to running through the same type of workout every time. What kind of supplements do you have to use to keep up on your, like you, you brought up metabolism. Yeah. I'm sure you got to keep up on your other vitamins and stuff. Yeah. So I take like a vitamin pack. Um, it's called myovite and a lot of it, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what all is in it, but, um, like vitamin D, um, I take vitamin C, um, I take yohimbine, which is like a root extract that helps with your metabolism. L-carnitine, same thing for metabolism. Um, I take collagen too, which is a big, big one for me. Um, just because like my knees and hips and everything, um, as you start to get older, your body produces less collagen. So replacing it with a collagen supplement is, is huge. And it's made a huge difference like in, um, my ability to like recover. So, um, my joints and stuff don't hurt nearly as bad when I take collagen versus when I don't, um, else um how about like a uh protein shake yeah so or were you strictly on a food diet no um, no uh meal replacements so i did protein shakes up until about five weeks or so before the show um because up until that point i was actually eating close to 2,000 calories a day and i was um eating with my protein shakes to supplement the protein, um, between 250 and 300 grams of protein a day. So it's a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And to eat that much protein is a lot. So I was drinking three protein shakes a day on top of my meals, um, to get that, that protein in. Um, cause I actually put on five pounds of muscle mass in the 12 weeks of my prep, which is actually kind of (laughs) crazy. Um, so I started uh, at it is but it isn't if you know if you know <laughs> yeah. working out you know that lean muscle mass is is lighter than the fat that's on your body right yeah it's just like to be that depleted at the same time and put on muscle is is kind of crazy and it, I mean to me it was crazy like I was like I'm like, I think that I'm growing, but I don't think I should be growing. <laughs> so when I first started my prep, I went and got my body fat measured. Um, and I was at 17%. And I was 139 pounds and 115 pounds of lean body mass. And so the day before my show, I went and got measured again. And my goal for show was 10%. So I actually hit that. So Friday, I was 10% body fat. And I was 133 pounds and 120 pounds of lean (laughs) mass. So I gained five pounds of muscle and lost, I think, like 11 pounds of of fat. So it's pretty crazy to me. And um, How did you feel? Like uh, about that or like just Uh, in general? Just your body. How did it it feel? Because, I mean, obviously you look strong. You know, because you were, and I'm going to bring up posing and all that stuff later, but you were, you see, you saw yourself in the mirror. You saw your gains because you're always taking pictures, which they tell you, don't worry about the fucking scale. Mm-hmm. Take pictures. Yeah. So you saw your progress. 
how did you feel? Was were you, uh, obviously proud. And you're like, fuck, I'm I'm so close. So, but yeah, and that's a tough thing because the body dysmorphia thing is is real. <laughs> so again, it's like part of that mental thing because I could look at myself in the mirror and be like, oh well, I'm nowhere near ready to step on a stage. Like even up until like the day before, I was like, there's no way. Like I th- I don't look like I'm ready to step on stage. And then I would take my pictures for my coach or whatever, and then looking at the pictures, I'm like, okay. And it's so weird, like, to be able to look at a picture and see things where you don't see them in the mirror. So it's kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> but, and that's, like, even now, like, just a few days off stage, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, this is crazy. Like, I already look so different. And so the whole process now of, um, the off season, improvement season, bulking season, whatever you want to call it, everyone has uh, their own term season. for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> is going to be interesting as well because it's just one of those things you get used to your body lo- looking a certain way, and you know when you're ten percent body fat, like and and you look lean and muscular, and then to have to put some fat back on top of that to grow. Um, just mentally, that's going to be an interesting process, I think, for me. So, what what kind of testing is there? Uh, steroid testing? Do you how often do you get tested for that? Is that even a thing anymore? I mean, no. So they only they only do steroid testing. Um, they like in the professional bodybuilding world, they have the natural bodybuilding competitions and shows, and in those they test for steroids, but. In just the regular bodybuilding world, the MPC and IFBB Pro, they don't test for for any of that stuff. So it's not common. Um, what do you mean it's not common? It's not. It's not used. It, it's you, you can tell when somebody's using steroids. I mean, if you're talking about like the professional bodybuilding world, I would say that almost everyone takes them. <laughs> so I mean, but that's just at that level to compete with those people unless you have like crazy good genetics then it's just one of those things where you're probably going to end up taking steroids. I don't I don't <laughs> want you to answer this question <laughs> but for me it would I think it would cheapen what you have done. I mean we we being a baseball player we went through the steroid era. Mm-hmm. So yeah. everybody was doing it. So right. if everybody's doing it in bodybuilding, then I guess everybody's doing it in bodybuilding. Right. But you now we look back at that, and it, it kind of cheapens that era of the stats that were put up because now guys aren't getting into the Hall of Fame for it. To me, it in bodybuilding, you worked your ass off, and we all saw it. We were all following along as a fan. And for you to even think about doing something like that, I think you yourself, I think, would be disappointed in yourself for – thinking about doing that or or doing it or yeah it's kind of a tough one because I mean there's different obviously levels of of steroids and stuff and so there there's different cycles yeah, there's I other... mean, so like it's one thing to like take something that um, is like an oral steroid and is not going to affect your body like a ton, but it may give you like that extra push versus um, like pinning. So having to use a needle, things like testosterone and um, those types of steroids. So 
I mean, me personally, I could never see myself, like, <laughs> injecting anything just because, I mean, it does, like, you never know how it's going to affect your body. Um, so, and I also enjoy being feminine. So, <laughs> you know, you start, like, pushing a lot of those steroids and they do change how you look and how you sound. And that's just not something I'm interested in doing. So, at that level, um I don't th- that I wouldn't go there just because that's just not something. That My I'm son had to take a growth hormone because he was skin and bones. His body didn't produce, uh, you know, he didn't have any muscle tone. So the doctor said, we're going to give him a growth hormone. And I looked him right in the eye and said, is this NC2A approved? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want it coming back and haunting him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's so many different things out there, and then they have, you know, SARMs, which are not technically steroids, they just, they, um, but they help different androgen receptors in your body work better so you can put on muscle easier and and lose fat easier, like things like that. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. Um, I've actually done like a lot of research and watched a lot of documentaries and videos and stuff just because it's super interesting to me, um just to know more about it because I mean there are a lot of people that use growth hormone too I'm in that in the world in the bodybuilding world um but yeah I that's something that I definitely have limits on (laughs) I want (laughs) to I want to ask you about the the feminism you Mm -hmm. you brought it up but how much science is put in I mean you were obviously learning how much science did you go oh I didn't even think about that or oh, that makes sense that I need to do that. Like as far as what? Just as, I guess as why, when, so I, uh, you're putting stuff in your body. Did you know why we were putting everything, why we, why they were putting everything into your body and, and you knew what it was for? Or did you have to learn why am I doing this? Um, I mean, mostly... I had already kind of, like, done the research and knew, like, everything that my coach was saying, here, like, take this, you know, what it was for. Um, And prior to even being on prep, I was taking stuff like the Yohimbine and L-carnitine and that kind of stuff just because it's a good, um, like, metabolism booster. So um, I already kind of knew those things. Um, I mean, really... The food, I guess, was kind of more, like, how to manipulate carbs and, like, your food intake and stuff to do different things with your body because you take all those carbs away and then the day before the show, I'm carb loading again. And then that morning, I got to eat um, pancakes and real syrup and peanut butter and the morning and of bacon. the show yeah okay so the morning of the show my coach yeah the day before she's like yeah i want you to eat three small pancakes two pieces of bacon two eggs and a tablespoon of peanut butter and real syrup like and i'm like i was like the happiest person <laughs> in the world i was like oh my god <laughs> like you've got to be kidding me like i, don't, I haven't eaten like this in months <laughs> so because once you deplete your body of carbs for so long, your muscles get flat because they don't have anything, like, you know, to fill okay. them up. So then when you carb load, 
it fills your muscles all back up. Okay. So makes sense. That was another thing too, like struggling. You know, the, that last week before my show, I'm like, I look so flat. Like I don't look muscular. I look, you know, and so that was, you know, kind of messes with you a little bit. But then, you know, you start eating those carbs, and your body just like your muscles are all full again, and you're like, oh, okay, like. Here, here we are, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I mean, cause I ate that breakfast and then my coach wanted me to send pictures like an hour later. So I sent her pictures and I'm like, eat the, this breakfast and I'm sitting there and all my veins are popping out all over my body. Cause my body's just like going crazy. Cause it's got all this food and sugar that it hasn't had. <laughs> that was your, months. oh damn moment. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. All right, let's go. <laughs> This is a mid-roll read. Crave Eats, Drinks, and Nightlife, downtown Spokane. They've updated some items on the menu. Come check out the all-new B-L-A-T, bacon, lettuce, fried avocado, and tomato. This comes with a side of fries or tots. Also, dive into the crispy fried buffalo cauliflower. Yes, I did say cauliflower, and yes, they are amazing. Crave Eats, downtown Spokane. How does the tanning, you, you were, we kind of <laughs> talked about that on the way to the studio. Uh, How does the tanning, does it help with that too, of showing the definition and yeah. the, and the veins? And... Yeah. So, um, I mean, and for that, like you're supposed to prep for like weeks, like the four weeks before your show exfoliate, like at least a few times a week and just get your skin really like nice and smooth for the tan. Cause the better the tan goes on, the better you're going to look on stage. So that super, super dark tan, the whole purpose of it is to just bring out all of the definition in your muscles and stuff. So it, you can definitely tell the difference um, once you have that tan. And, um, I mean, it's not the funnest thing in the world because, you know, you go the night before and you get spray tan and then you have to sleep in long pants and long sleeve shirt and everything. Is that so it doesn't run? Yeah, or? so you don't like smear it and everything else and get wrinkles from your sheets or whatever <laughs> else. And then, you know, and so then you wake up the next day and you're just like, who am I? Because you're 10 shades darker than you've ever been in your life. And <laughs> Do you get to pick what color? You put no, on or no. <laughs> no, it's just all the same. They just do that very, very dark. <laughs> okay. And um, and then it's just a matter of how your body takes yep. it is how because on the stage there was four of you, five yeah. of you. Um. There. Yeah. So when they do like the finals, it's there. There's five people. Okay. Because yeah. I I think each of you were a different shade. So if if everybody just gets the same one, then it's. It's how your it's, body reacts yeah, to it's it. It's how your body reacts to it and how well you take care of your skin and those types of things. So, yeah. Yeah, so when you, you get your tan the night before and then you show up early the next day before the show and then if you have any, like, lines or spots where you did get rubbed off or whatever, then they just touch it all up for you the day of and, and so you're all good to go on stage. But <laughs> what, do you, what do you have to say for the people that, that – Say well, body women bodybuilders are not sexy at all. They're <laughs> they're they're damn near men looking. What do you have to say about that? Because I don't feel that at all. I I have more respect for that that female that is going to put her body through that 
and then stand on the stage and go, this is what I did. Yeah. Um, honestly, I couldn't care less about what other people thought of how I looked. Um, I do this for myself. I don't do it for anybody else. I think there's a certain line of femininity. Like, I couldn't ever be um, on the bodybuilding level uh, or compete in bodybuilding just because I could never be that big and feel feminine anymore. But that's honestly, like, it's up to that person. If that's what makes them happy, then go for it. I mean, my coach, she is a bodybuilder. She weighs, she's like 220 pounds and she is a, she's huge, but she's all muscle, you know? (laughs) And, um, so, I mean, if that's what your aspirations are, then that's awesome. But for me, I would never want to, to get to that level, but that's just my personal preference. How did you feel in the posing? Cause you're wearing your swimsuit, mm-hmm. you're up on stage, <laughs> everybody's just staring at yeah. you. Did, did you have to get over a certain anxiety for that or? Um, yeah. So part, like one of the reasons why I decided I wanted to do a show in the first way, first place was to push some personal limits for me, like, um, not just physically. So I have really bad stage fright. I get camera shy. Like those are things that I just know about myself. I don't like to be the center of attention. Um, and so the first day that we did posing practice, um, we just at hardcore gym, like they're like, bring your heels and bring a suit. Like we're going to practice posing. And I didn't realize we were just going to be out in the middle of the gym in front in front of people. So I'm in like this little bikini in my heels and we're just like, they're making us walk back and forth in the gym. And there's all these people working out just walk. And that was like, that was terrifying. <laughs> that first day was absolutely terrifying. I didn't want to take my sweatshirt off. I was like, nope, I'm not doing this. <laughs> and then... You know, after the first couple times of doing it, like, just got more comfortable with it. And I just was kind of like, well, I've worked so hard for how I look. Why would I not want to be able to show that off? So I kind of, it took me a while. um, And I was very nervous getting to the convention center and being backstage and um, just knowing I was going to have to go out on the stage. And everyone, you know, that has competed that I talked to, they're like, don't worry about it. You're going to get up there and you're not even going to see the people in the crowd, all the lights and everything. It's just, it's not even going to matter. Um, and so they have us all line up and we're all getting our little pump going, like with the little elastic bands and stuff. And, um, cause it's cold back there actually. So you're like trying to get warm and get your muscles going and everything. And, uh, so while we're lined up backstage, I was so nervous, like, I was very anxious, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, I, this is crazy, but the moment that I stepped on the stage for the first time, I, like, all of the anxiety left me, and I was just like, this feels so natural, like, I'm, this is where I'm meant to be, and so that's kind of when I was like, yep, I am in love with this sport, I am doing this again and again and again. (laughs) So the anxiety (laughs) fell, and the confidence (laughs) just bolstered out yeah yep so that was when I was just like all right this this is this is it for me like I'm definitely like 
in love with this, and I'm going to be doing it again. Did you see the people, or was I there saw nobody the people. out there? No, you did? I okay. saw the people, but I did you turn around and go, "You lied"? <laughs> I, I did. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I took. Yeah, I was like, yeah, well, you guys were wrong. I definitely saw everyone in the crowd, like, but it was fine. Like, they want you to really focus on, like, looking at the judges, too, because the more you make eye contact and the more you focus your attention on them, the more they focus their attention on you and, and stuff. And so that was, like, super important. So I really wasn't paying attention to anyone out in the crowd. It was just I was looking at the head judge basically the whole time and, and you, you learned that from the posing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How important is the posing? And then what did you learn about about posing? I mean, honestly, posing will make or break you. So if it's between two people that look very similar, then whoever has their posing down more is going to take it. Even if somebody maybe looks a little bit better than the other person, but they don't pose as well, the person that's posing better is going to take it. It's just, it's all how you display yourself. Um, and so it's, it's a huge part of it. It's a very, very huge part of it. Um, and I spent time, uh, at home practicing in front of the mirror, um, in the gym after workouts in front of the mirror, I'd bring my heels with me, practice my walk. Um, so it's, it's super important. Yeah. What did you learn? What did you learn about posing? I mean, everything, really. I mean, I had no idea prior to... Because you've got your sub-muscles. You've got your, your you know, I'm, and I'm just using my arms because that's what you see. Mm-hmm. So you've got your biceps, you've got your triceps, but then there's all these other muscles down below there that you've got to... You've got to display as well. Am I am I right in saying that? Um. Well, so figure with uh, the class that I competed in, which is figure... The one thing that I um, don't like about the posing for a figure is I don't get to show off my arms. Because personally, I have really great arms. I have really great biceps. And I would love to be able to show them off with posing more. But that's not really what figure is about. So um, so tell us what figure is. Is, um, it's an, is it an overall? Yeah. So it's more of like your shape. They're looking for like the bigger shoulders and the lats. And like so that you have that V shape. Um so, and then obviously you have to be conditioned. So your legs are conditioned. You have definition in your legs and your glutes and, and everything. And then in your back, they want to see, obviously, that V-shape as well. The, so you have your, your lats and everything um, and that, that conditioning. And your shoulders. So, like, when we're doing our side pose, they want to see, like, that length in between your shoulders and your chest and your and how your lat comes down. And so... Um, it's really more focused on, on shape, but then you also have to be conditioned enough. You have the abs and the definition in your legs because your body fat level is low enough that you can see all those extra muscles and everything. (laughs) And so, and then you're still wearing the heels. Um, and then, I mean, I think that eventually what I would like to do is compete in physique. So physique is kind of like the step up from figure. And they actually, they're posing. I love their posing, which is why I would really like to to get to that level. So I would obviously have to put on some more muscle. But they do more posing, um, like the double biceps and um, that kind of thing, where you actually get to show off more of of your body. So that's something that I kind of am 
aspiring to at this point. But then with that, you have to be even more conditioned. So, like, those women that are professional physique athletes, they are, like, 5% body fat on the stage, like, in a pro show. It's <laughs> just crazy. So, yeah, it's Because you intense. said you're 10. Yeah. And, and, you know, just seeing your pictures, there's no fat on you. So, <laughs> if saying that these women are 5, it's like, yeah. holy shit. Yep, it's pretty crazy. It's it's very intense, and it's not necessarily the most healthy thing to do to your body. No, and no, it will sustain. <laughs> yeah, you know, to yeah, yeah. keep going mm-hmm. day over day over day yeah. to prepare for a competition, and then you know, all right, well, I'm gonna go have some fluffy pancakes with some syrup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell us what you won. You had three. You walked away with three medals. Yeah. So. I competed in true novice, novice, and open for figure. So I took first place in true novice. I took third place in novice, and then third place in open. And novice is rookie. So, yeah, so true novice is for people who have never competed before. Novice is people who have never placed first in their class before or in their group before. And then open is everyone. So the fact that I placed third in open – Actually, that was the one I was most proud of because that anybody's competing in that, people that have been competing. Um, and, I mean, the person, the two people that I lost to, I I mean, I can see exactly why I lost to them and I know where I need to improve. So, but I was very, very ecstatic about um, just placing top five. Like, How many I, are in that open division? Um, So my group, there was seven. Okay. All different age or age, all different levels of how long they've been doing it. Yep, yeah. Open is everyone that wants to compete in open, so there's no restrictions. They just um, separate the groups by height. So through this whole process, what are you most proud of? <laughs> um, honestly, just sticking with it and hitting that goal of ten percent body fat and. Um, I mean, I told myself before I got on the stage or before that day that I competed that even if I didn't take a trophy home, that I was absolutely a thousand percent proud of myself for making it through a prep and and hitting that goal of of 10% body fat and just the life changes that I've made for myself, like mentally, not just physically, but mentally, like I'm, I'm the happiest I've probably ever been in my life <laughs> you can so, see it yeah and I mean I have people tell me that all the time well I can totally tell like you're just a happier person you can tell in your smile and and everything and um so that to me I think means more than anything um just finding the gym especially like last year with COVID like losing my job not being able to play softball like that was a huge reason why I got back into the gym too it was something that I could go and do and kind of just escape from everything and it really honestly saved me mentally and I was able to find something in relation to that that I could be competitive with and turn it into something that I love and and now I'm going to continue doing for a long time so and when all the gyms were closed, you were working out in a garage. Is that right? Some- I w- yeah. <laughs> yeah. I worked out in a garage gym for a while. Yep. <laughs> but if that's all you got, then that's what you, you yep. use, you know? Yeah. I mean, 
we can all make excuses, but yep. there's always a way around. <laughs> so what is next? Will you you give your body some rest? Yeah. Um, so I would like to put on some size before I compete again. So just kind of depending on how the next like three or four months goes with, with that process, I'll kind of decide when I want to do another show. I definitely, um, like I said, I'm going to be competing again. Um, and I would eventually like to get my pro card. Um, that's a goal now at this point. Um, so, I mean, what that entails is placing first in a local show and qualifying for nationals and then placing uh, first or second in a national show to get my pro card. So, Can um, all of this be done in the same year? Yes. Like they're mm-hmm. sitting up on the calendar right now, mm-hmm. and then will your body withhold? I, I mean. <laughs> or is that like, well, we'll just cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, it's, that's kind of something that, I mean, I, I'm not um, big enough to – on the national stage yet so i would like to what's the difference well it's just i mean the like the bigger the shows the more people that you're gonna have and a lot of those people that are going into a national show have been competing and working for it for years at that point um and so they just have more experience and more size on them you know um, right now, if I wanted to compete, like, in bikini, I probably could. I'm, you know. Um, but as far as figure, which is what I would really like to do, um, I probably need to put on, like, 10 to 15 pounds of muscle. And, and I know that that's the case, so I'm not in a rush to compete again. I want to be ready to get back on the stage and not and not rush it. So... Um, is that a lot of protein, a lot of a lot of your your core lifts to, to put that kind of weight on, or yeah, I mean it's going to be a lot of protein, but also like a lot of carbs. So right now I kind of have to reverse diet out of being you know only at like eleven hundred calories a day, so I can't just like go right back into eating a bunch of food because um, my body just is not ready for that. Your body, and, you'd reject it. Turn turn into fat. <laughs> basically because my body's like I don't know what to do with all this so um it's gonna be kind of a process of getting back up to like a good amount of food um over the next like month or so and then um just really eating enough and killing it in the gym (laughs) so same trainer you got to go to a different trainer um so like as far as the um gym goes I just do my my thing like I don't have a trainer for that um I feel very comfortable in the gym and so um I haven't had a, a you just need somebody to tell you what you need to do and you'll you'll figure it out yeah so I just as far as the nutrition goes that's where I like to have a coach just because I don't have the expertise as far as as that goes so um, hey, you and me both <laughs> So that's kind of where I'm at with that. But, um, and then obviously like the cardio, I, I will still be doing cardio, but I'll probably just do like a half an hour a day. Um, I won't be doing an hour and a half a day cause then that'll be counterproductive. So, um, yeah. So just adjusting back to a normal gym schedule and not four hours a day. How far <laughs> out are you from your next competition? So I haven't exactly decided on that. Um, 
I may end up just waiting until next year. Um, but I'd like to just kind of in the next like three or four months see kind of where I'm at. And then if I'm where I want to be and think that in 12 weeks I can compete again, then maybe in um, October do like Night of Champions. So just kind of want to see how the next couple months go and then decide. How fast can your body get back into that shape? Or, you know, I'm sure you have the calendar, and I was looking for it online of, of, of a calendar, but I'm struggling, so I just – stop doing it but i'm sure you know what when events are at what competitions there are you feeling pretty good how long would it take to get your body into that spot where you want it to be um so as long as i can keep myself like as lean as possible um like i said so this last prep i started at 17 percent um and then during this off season i would like to stay under 15 percent um just so that i can if I wanted to do a show, be 10 weeks out. So um, that's kind of where I would like to stay. But I would say probably I would like to have 10 or 12 weeks again, like to prep for a show just to give myself enough time. But if I can keep myself pretty lean, then, I mean, 10 weeks is probably just fine. It just depends on, like I said, um, how my body reacts and responds to this next couple months of bulking season. (laughs) <laughs> how good was that pizza oh my gosh <laughs> it was so funny because so we went to iron go brewing um and they have wonderful pizza there and i uh so my parents came and my sister and brother-in-law and my nephews came and then one of my best friends and my aunt and we all ordered food and this is how it would go is everyone got their food before me and I sat there for like another 10 minutes before I got my pizza. That's just punishment <laughs> right <I> there. <laughs> so it was really funny because I was like, oh, that would happen. I would be the last person to get my food. Um, but and then uh, I just it, it was so it was just so good. Like I hadn't really had anything like that, like I said, in months. And uh, I ate the whole thing very quickly. And my dad looks over. He's like, did you eat that whole thing? And I was like, yep. And I could probably (laughs) eat like a half of another one. (laughs) So, I mean, I had this like, I'd gone to, um, I don't know if you know, Me Flavor, the bakery Oh, well, they, it's like this little French bakery and they have like macaroons and like all kinds of really good desserts. And so before my show, I went to the bakery and I was like, I have to have something like decadent, like so that I can take a big bite of it as soon as I get done on stage, you know? So I found this like macaroon sandwich, um, that was like filled with chocolate mousse and raspberries and stuff. And so, my friends got pictures of me taking bites of it, you know, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, so I had that and then we went and had pizza and I had a piece of cake after that. And then I was just like, all right, I, my stomach was like, all right, it's enough. Take a time out. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't had dairy in months. So luckily like the pizza, I got a Thai pizza. I didn't have cheese on it. So I think that kind of saved me cause I didn't have any dairy there, but then the, piece of cake that I had was a dolce leche cake and so then my stomach was like all right we're good (laughs) and then the next day I had a Philly um and then I had a burger and then now I'm just kind of 
I go, all right, Monday, back to back to business. And I had a burger yesterday, actually, but just trying to keep it pretty clean now, just mostly because my body, like, absolutely hates it right now. Cause it, I bet. Wait <laughs> a second. Wait a second. You just put me through hell for 12 yeah. weeks, and then now you're saying it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, all right, well, I want to eat all of these things, but my body is like, all right, well, you're not going to sleep tonight because you put this garbage in my, in me, and so now you're going to pay for it. <laughs> How are the other girls? Are they? Are you friendly with them? Are they... Are you guys keeping tabs on each other of just checking in, or is it competitive where I don't want to I don't want to talk to you because I want to beat you? <laughs> no, or- everyone is really friendly. It's actually really nice. Like even backstage, people are like you're talking with people, and it's it's really friendly. Um, so it's it's nice to have. And then um, one of the girls, yeah, I mean we talk every once in a while. I haven't talked with her since the show, but. Um, yeah, we, we keep in contact, and in the gym, we see each other and, and talk and catch up. and But, yeah, everyone's all very, very friendly. It's not – I mean, I'm sure at some level there's that competitiveness where people are like, no, like, you're my competition. But most of the time, the people are, like, super friendly. And, I mean, it all comes down to the stage. So on stage, you're not friendly with people. Like, if they're making you – move spots like on stage like you are going to be the one that's like in front of everybody so the judges see you and not this other person and it can get kind of (laughs) like intense on stage I mean I didn't experience any of that um but I've witnessed it watching shows like in professional shows and stuff and people getting too close to each other and posing too close to each other and you know elbows and things like that but I mean off stage everyone is just you're you're all friends. You're and all. you being new, that was probably a breath of fresh air yeah. getting that advice and yeah. what to, you know, how to how to tweak this pose and Yeah. What's next? What 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 is your dates that you're that you're going for? And then what would you like to promote? Um I I mean, I that the dates are still very up in the air. I can't really give you a good one on that because I really don't know. Um, but like you I said, threw I out last or next October, October was a big one. October is Night of Champions here. Um, it's the end of October, so that would be the absolute like soonest that I would compete. Um, but. Like I said, in the next couple months, I'll probably decide whether that's going to be um, what I want to do or not. How can we follow along? Do you have an Instagram, Twitter? I do. I have... MySpace. Um, <laughs> what do you got? I, I do. I have Instagram, and I post a lot um, on my Instagram just of progress and that kind of stuff. Um, so follow there i have my facebook that i usually post updates to i usually post a lot more on my instagram than i do on my facebook though um, so i'll put it i'll attach your insta to the prologue of the show and then they can click on there and see your progress because i'm <laughs> sure you have that beginning photo and oh yeah where you're at this, now. it's wild <laughs> it, it it is but it isn't i mean you it yeah you became more defined because you were in shape you've always been in yeah. shape 
you're just a really good shape <laughs> or a really yeah. defined shape. But I mean, like last April, I was like 160 pounds and like 28% body fat. And so now, like currently, like shows on the stage, I have 10% body fat and 133 pounds. Like that's a huge difference. <laughs> like it's a crazy difference. So um, just, yeah, looking back at pictures, even like my face, like everything is just like, whoa. <laughs> What have you learned about yourself? Oh, Mm. that I'm capable of a lot more than I thought that I was. (laughs) Um, I honestly thought that prep was going to be a lot harder than it was. Um, I thought I was going to have a lot more like, um, men, like emotional breakdowns and that kind of stuff. Um, especially like with the food, like I thought I was going to, be hangry all the time and lose my patience and um surprisingly I did very very well especially three weeks with no carbs I was expecting to be not a very nice person at that point but (laughs) I had a couple people that really um just kind of held me down and so that was was very very helpful it's good to have people around you yeah Especially, you know, people that have competed and know the process. So <laughs> they're like, oh, you know, this this is totally normal. Like, it's okay for you to feel this way. I'm like, I don't want to feel this way. <laughs> but, you know, you get, like, exhausted and it's like, oh, I have to go to the gym. Like, I don't know where I'm going to find the energy to do this. And you're living off of caffeine because you don't have carbs. And, you know, so it's like, you can get it. That was, I think, the biggest thing was just the exhaustion at, you know, a certain point um, to try to get motivated at the end of the day um, at 8 o'clock at night to to go to the gym. That's the mental side. How much of it is mental to to getting through to the last week other than, I mean, obviously you have your workouts, but it's got to be mental. You're putting in a full day's job, then going to the gym, and then you've got to eat throughout there. Yeah, eating six times a day, you know, every two and a half to three hours, making sure you're getting those meals in on time at the right time um, is super huge. I mean, honestly, mental was probably, I would say, like 95%. Like, because if you can't get your mental, then the physical doesn't come at all. So I would say that it's yeah, almost all of it. <laughs> so. This has been a little extra Lambo podcast sitting here with Miss Sarah Miller and I'm going to attach your Instagram. So check her out on, uh, on there. And, uh, I, you know, just following along proud of you for what you've done. And, and I know I would love to see your dad right now <laughs> and, and the smile that he has, um, you, you described it earlier in the show, but um, it was awesome watching you. So thank you for coming on to the show. And uh, after your next one, let's do this again. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you.